0: love yourself podcast hosted by yours truly kate purdle i'm here to make your life happier and healthier and teach you everything i've learned about becoming a self-loving human and building a really solid connection with yourself on this podcast i'll be giving you my best advice mindset and perspective shifts so that you can realize how fucking incredible you truly are and learn how to treat yourself like your own bff here we take the fluff out of (laughs) self-love but we do not fuck around The relationship you have with yourself is literally the most important one in your entire life and I am here to show you how. So without further ado, let's dive right on in to today's episode what is up you delicious humans welcome back to the pod or if you are new here welcome to the fam if this is the first episode that you are listening to welcome sis come join the party if you appreciate listening to all things self-love becoming the best version of you stories around being a normal human being and that kind of thing then go ahead and make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you do not miss another episode from moi from the love yourself pod so sisters Before we get into the episode, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping. The housekeeping is that up until this point, there has been an expectation, whether by you or not, I don't know, but definitely from myself, because that was the expectation that I set that I was going to be releasing two podcasts a week. However, at the moment with just a bunch of shit that's going on, I just cannot keep up that commitment. And so I am going to be releasing just one episode Per week, and I know for sure that I can keep up with that in amongst everything else that's going on. And so that is the housekeeping, that is what is changing. I will say that I am proud of myself for doing this because one of my schemas that exists, aka one of my Core beliefs that exist. Uh, a schema is basically a series of different beliefs. One of my schemas is unrelenting standards. And for someone with unrelenting standards, they have unrelenting standards of themselves. They have stupidly high expectations on what's possible and what they should be achieving. And if they don't reach that, then their inner critic can come in swift, fast, and hard and so I with my psychologist have been really working on my unrelenting standards shit and so this is just a an act or a stand for that in giving myself a little bit of flexibility and giving myself something that I know for sure that I can definitely keep up with and then not leave you hanging or not be committing to my commitments so that is that housekeeping done One episode a week from now until a point in time when I'll be able to do two again and I'll let you know when that is. Okay, let's get stuck in. Today is episode number 44 and we are speaking about the five love languages but with a twist. The self-love edition. So if you've never heard of the five love languages, I'm going to share a little bit about what they are and what they were designed for. And then I want to share the, my edition, the self-love edition that I have created, because this has been something that I have been practicing for quite some time. And I think it's really, really important to be able to show yourself love in a way that you receive love. So there was a book written in 1992, just after I entered the earth by a bloke, by the name of Dr. Chapman, and it outlines five general ways that romantic partners express and experience love, which Dr. Chapman has called the love languages. So he spent years being a couples counsellor and... In doing that, he recognized a pattern. And what he discovered was that couples were misunderstanding one another and their needs. And after going through all of his notes from documenting different experiences of different couples, he discovered that there are five love languages that people may respond to. So a love language is basically how you give and receive love uh, in a way that means something to you. So the likelihood that your partner's love language is the same as you is very unlikely. And so when couples have different primary love languages, there's bound to be misunderstandings. Conversely, if your partner learns to speak your love language, You often then feel loved and appreciated and ultimately happier in the relationship. So because we're all different human beings with different conditionings and circumstances and different everything, we give and receive love differently. And often, as a side note, often our love languages are are what we did not have as a child. So these five love languages, which I'll run through, were originally designed with a partner in mind, as I just outlined and so this is them the first one is words of affirmation so expressing affection through spoken words praise or appreciation so if this is someone's primary love language they enjoy kind words encouragement love notes compliments cute text messages quotes etc so it's about words it's about written words and verbal words that makes them feel loved and appreciated the second one is quality time so quality time if this is your primary love language you feel loved and appreciated when someone gives you their undivided attention so distraction free no phones like sitting down actively listening making eye contact and so you appreciate quality over quantity and you feel love when your partner is present and focused on the conversation. The third one is physical touch. So if this is a if this is your primary love language, you feel loved and appreciated through physical affection. So of course, considering we're discussing this in the concept context rather of a relationship, of course, physical touch can be sex, but it's also things like holding hands, touching arms, um, a massage, cuddling on the couch. So it's just about wanting to be in close proximity physically to your partner. Then the fourth one is acts of service. And so if this is your primary love language, you feel loved and appreciated when people do nice things for you. So things like doing the dishes, putting petrol in your car, just doing things of service in, in, adverted, in adverted commas for you. Wow, that was really hard to get across. Then the last one is receiving gifts. So if this is your primary love language, you feel loved and appreciated when you receive gifts. And so gifts are a symbol of love and affection. But this is not to say that, you know, every single week you have to get like a Cartier bracelet or whatever. It's not about expensive gifts necessarily, although that the magnitude of the expense can directly correlate to feelings of love and affection. But More so it's the meaning and the thought and the attention and the effort behind the gift that becomes incredibly loving that like that's what means a lot so those are the five love languages words of affirmation quality time physical touch acts of service and receiving gifts and so of course as I mentioned these were originally created in the context of a relationship like a partnership but love languages can also be applied to different areas of your life such as your family members So I have applied this to the relationship that I have with my dad, which I've touched on a little bit. I don't have the best relationship with my dad. And he, his love language, the way that he gives love and the way that I receive love are entirely different. And for a long time, I, this is quite vulnerable, but I honestly struggled to feel that my dad loved me. And when I learned about the love languages, I'm like, all right, how can I acknowledge that his way of giving and my way of receiving love might be different? And so I kind of sat down and thought about it. And my dad is a massive acts of service guy. So he does things like, well, when I was younger, um, he would like fill up my car if I was going on a long road trip or he would like check the oil and the tires on my car. He would help me move houses. So he would do things that he felt he could do. So his love language was acts of service. He showed love by doing things that he could do for people that he loved. Whereas for me, I don't receive love. Like acts of service is low for me whereas my love language my top one is quality time and my second one is physical touch so i'm a hugger like in terms of a relationship obviously is different to like friends or my dad (laughs) as an example but physical touch with my with friends or with my dad would be things like a hug um you know like not holding hands with your dad but like you know like yeah like a hug touching not weirdly. <laughs> um, and so when you can understand that from a family perspective, if you struggle with a family member or if you struggle with a parent and feeling like they don't love you, um, which can be a very legitimate belief, then you can apply this love languages to that relationship and you can say, okay, so these are the things that they do for me or or that they say for me or that they um, get for me in terms of service or affirmation or time or gifts or whatever that might be and you can recognize that their love language is different to yours and so it just really helps with improving relationships if we go back to an actual relationship as in like you and your partner when you do understand love languages and you understand that your partner might receive love differently to how you naturally give it then you can put effort into showing up in terms of that love language you can you know just say you give love in terms of physical touch but they receive love in terms of words of affirmation you can work really hard to make sure that you send them a cute text message throughout the day or write them a little love note on their lunch or you know compliment them to their face things like that and so understanding love languages is incredibly incredibly important in a relationship as well as in family dynamics As well as, of course, it can translate over to friendships. And lastly, of course, it can translate over to the relationship that you have with yourself. So before we get into that, I want to share that in the show notes of this episode, there is a link to the five love languages website and it's a quiz. And so the quiz takes like five minutes or less. And it just asks you a series of questions and then it shoots out your results and it will give you a percentage breakdown of your love languages. And so when you can understand your own love languages, not only of course, will it help you if you're in a relationship, as I mentioned, it'll help you with your family. It can also help you with your friends. But lastly, of course, it can help you make sure that you're giving yourself love in a way that you receive it. So for me, uh, quality time is the top. Quality time is 33% and I love spending time with people that I love, whether that be family, friends or a partner. I love, it makes me feel so good and loved when someone sits with me and we don't have phones and we just have these deep conversations like that just fucking gets me going. It just makes me feel so good. My next one at 30% So just lower is physical touch. So as I mentioned, I'm a hugger. I love like I'll touch my friend's arms or, you know, my mom, like I love hugging her and like having a cuddle and stuff. Um, Of course, in a relationship, that's a whole different level of intimacy and physical touch, but I love all of that stuff too. And then my third one is words of affirmation at 23%. So, you know, people validating you or complimenting you or telling you how how much they mean to you, that kind of shit. Then my fourth one is acts of service at 13% and my last one at 0% is receiving gifts. Like if someone gives me a gift, it's nice, I appreciate it, but it just, it doesn't do that much for me. And I would much prefer their time. I would much prefer sitting with them, talking shit, laughing, quality time. I would just much prefer. So that's me. And so when I then translate that into myself, into giving love to myself, into uh, ways in which I can portray those love languages with myself. I'm gonna break down each of the five areas. And once you know what your love language is, as I mentioned, of course, you can apply it to all these different areas, but being a self-love podcast, being a self-love coach, I really want you to think about how you can then show yourself love in a way that you receive that love. So if your primary love language is words of affirmation, which is, as we mentioned before, expressing affection through spoken words, praise or appreciation, you can do things like... Affirmations, like like writing in your journal, affirmations for yourself. You can do journaling to remind yourself that you're the bloody bee's knees, the absolute best, the best chicken, the best egg, top shelf free range and organic egg. Uh, so things like verbally affirming to yourself out loud in the mirror or written affirmations to yourself, that's words of affirmation. And that's how you can give that to yourself. The next one is quality time. So as a reminder, it's when someone gives you their undivided attention. So as I mentioned, quality time is my top love language. And so often what I do is do things like just spending time with myself without my phone, uh, walks in nature. And it's really just about being with yourself, connecting with yourself and not doing. So quality time by yourself isn't you like going to work. Quality time with yourself is time that you've blocked out to spend with yourself. And that used to be incredibly uncomfortable for me. Now I fucking love spending time by myself. And so that might be a practice in itself if you are quality time being a top primary love language. But that's how you can show that love language to yourself. The third one is physical touch. Which of course, without another human being can be a little bit difficult. But things like, and this is gonna sound really fucking weird, but hear me out. Literally giving yourself a hug. I don't know if you've ever done that. I don't know if you've done that recently. I don't know, but I'll tell you what, giving yourself a hug, it doesn't feel as good as like someone else that you love giving you a hug but as you're listening to this just wrap your arms around yourself and like touch yourself that sounds really weird and creepy but i mean like touch your back like when your hands are around like pretend like someone else is hugging you but it's your own hands so You're able to give yourself that physical touch, but it's from you. And then you could also do things like when you put your moisturizer on, like you rub it all over your body and over your tummy and like over your shoulders and your arms and your legs and everywhere. And so it's really just about like touching your body. And that could also apply to self-pleasure. It can also apply to uh, being intimate with yourself, whatever that looks like in your world so physical touch even though it's harder to give to yourself because you're the only person there it's still possible to be able to give that to you particularly if that is your top love language then the fourth one is acts of service so that is also a little bit difficult to give to yourself because it's not another human but As a reminder, acts of service is uh, you feel loved and appreciated when people do nice things for you. So if you were to do nice things for yourself, that could be things like just looking after yourself in terms of cleaning up your space or doing the dishes or like doing things that get you prepared for the day ahead or the week ahead. So acts of service to yourself is basically like those adult tasks that you don't want to do, but that help you feel like you're on top of your shit and like help you feel like you're getting ahead. And then the last one is receiving gifts. So that of course can look like buying yourself a gift as a reward, um, taking you out on a little date, somewhere and buying yourself something so gifts is actually quite easy to give to yourself because you can utilize it in a reward system way or you can utilize it just in a way that you want to buy something and you choose to buy it for yourself because you love yourself so that is how the five love languages apply to relationships friendships family and most importantly to yourself So, I think a lot of us rely on validation from other people, rely on love from other people, and rely on other people doing all of these things so that we feel loved, respected, appreciated, validated. But if you don't have a partner, which, if you don't, welcome to the club, sis. If you don't have a partner, you can. And, sh- and should be doing these things for yourself regardless of if you do or don't have a partner. But of course if you don't have a partner then you definitely need to be able to make sure that you're taking action to show yourself love. And like I've mentioned when you know what your love language is you can do it in a way that actually means something to you. Like if I went out and bought myself a gift it, it, just, it just doesn't fucking do it for me. So I barely ever go shopping. I barely ever buy anything unless I need it. Because um, that's just not me. It's just, it just doesn't fly. It just, it's just, it's just not it, sis. It's not it. Whereas if I, you know, block out time in my schedule and like spend time with myself, I feel like I'm showing myself love. Like that means so much to me. So as I've mentioned, the quiz, the five love languages quiz will be in the show notes. Go ahead and do the quiz. Um, you can do it with your partner there's actually a section like a couple sections so you if you if you are in a partnership or a relationship then both do it so that you know what your love languages are he knows or she knows what um, their love languages are and then you can compare and in a in a relationship situation you can work to show the other love in a way that means something to them in a way that they receive love because then of course they're going to feel a lot more loved and appreciated by you. As I mentioned also you can do it with your family members. Um, My dad never did the quiz but I just knew based on knowing who he was as a human Um, and so then it can just really help you mentally if you're struggling with that and then like I mentioned lastly you can do it just for you and then you can provide yourself with the love that with love full stop but also with love in a way that you receive it. So That was a quick, dirty, nasty episode, but I hope that this helped. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what your love language is. I would love to hear if this resonated. I would just love to hear from you. So if you would like to share, please go ahead and DM me on Instagram at Kate I would love to hear from you. As I've mentioned so many times, it's just um. A really weird platform podcasting because i am sitting on my bed talking to my phone and there's no interaction so i would love to hear from you shoot me a dm on instagram and apart from that thank you so much for listening i hope that you received something great out of this episode and i'll catch you in the next one bye i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did find it super valuable and want to shout it from the rooftops make sure to screenshot post and tag me on instagram so i can stalk the shit out of you And we can connect some more. I just want to say a massive thank you for your time and your ear holes today. I'm incredibly grateful that you chose to listen to my podcast. To make sure that you're notified of the next episode, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss a single episode from me. And to leave you today, go out there and be wild. Just fucking love yourself. I dare ya. That's all from me today, friends. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!